Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 Livestream Podcast, hosted by Encore Entrepreneurs Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. We love to help you, our content creator friends, with actionable tips to land more clients, nurture leads, and gain trust as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelley and Toby live every Thursday on YouTube or Facebook. Hello and welcome to Messages and Methods. I'm Shelley Carney. And I'm Toby Eunice. Today we're going to be talking about content marketing, obviously. Well, content marketing is hard not to talk about when you're doing what we do, right? Yeah. It's actually it it's actually a substantiation of how we approach not only our business, but how we treat uh, the content that is produced as a result of that business. And I know that not only are you a big fan of this, you're you're directing, you know, kind of how we're doing, what we're doing in terms of content. And I very much appreciate it because I don't, of course, have the patience for it. <laughs> Let me take care of... But you do the other things. I do the other stuff that uh, requires people to be in the editing bay. I don't know if you were time. watching my show earlier today with Jen. I was yeah. saying, oh, Toby handles the finances. Yeah, no, no, no. You, she, I heard <laughs> I heard you say that. Like, I do the, like, he hates writing. So yeah, I I'll do, do the all writing. the writing. Yeah. Um, um, please make sure that before you leave today, you like our video, YouTube likes when you like our video, share it with your family, your friends, your neighbors, your business associates, the entirety of, the entirety of your social networks. Finally, if you're not already a subscriber, please subscribe now. When you see the notifications bell, click on that notifications bell. And that way, every time we start a live stream, you'll be immediately informed and as a result in the know. Secondly, in this program, the super chat light is lit. So if you go down to the bottom of the chat window, you'll see a, a dollar bill, a dollar bill with a dollar sign in it. Click on the dollar bill with a dollar sign on it, and YouTube will walk you the fine folks. And YouTube will walk you through uh, making a donation to our project. If you're watching this after the live stream, uh, look down at the bottom of the window, and you'll see a heart with a dollar sign in it. Uh, super thanks is what they call it. Click on that. And again, the fine folks at YouTube will walk you through the process of making a small contribution to our project. All right. Can we see... Presentation. Oh, and let me just uh, bring this up right here. And now Toby got a new computer. So <laughs> we've been spending the past week uh, putting everything else to the side while he gets it set up because it is a home built computer. My husband put it together for him. And sometimes things don't always work the first time. So you have to test and see what works and what doesn't. And I'm seeing right now that the the camera is a little slow, um, but just a little bit, but it's like, <laughs> Oh, it is. I hadn't noticed that grabbing my attention. Well, I've also raised, I raised the camera to 1080p. So there might be something uh, there. We'll have to see, you know, the other thing that we're going to have to see, wow, that is really slow. I hadn't noticed it before. Yeah. We'll also have to see if we're um, out of sync audio wise. Mm. We'll have to fix Sometimes that. That as well. happens. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, and no. another thing that we want to start doing is whenever we tell a story, we're going to pull the slides off the screen and go full screen for a couple of different reasons. Uh, one of them is so when I go to make shorts out of our videos, it'll be easier to grab those when we're full screen. And another is because uh, there's no reason to have the distraction of a slide up if we're telling a story. 
Um, I want to go back to the a little bit of the conversation about putting the computer together. Okay, I have sure. something to say. So Shelly said it was Kevin. I, I want to say that, uh, first of all, uh, Kevin not only went through the rigor. And for those who don't know, my husband is Kevin. So oh, okay. That's who's, for those, talking about. For those, uh, uh, Kevin, the rigor of going to a, a website that I didn't even know existed, that when I told him what my specs were, he actually went to this website and he started picking literally all the pieces. I think there were 24 in total necessary to turn a box basically into a working high performance computer. And that's what I wanted. Uh, not that my old one wasn't okay, but over the years it has just aged and it has an age well with the things that we're doing. So I needed something basically on the equivalent of a gaming computer. And so not only did he order the parts, but as the parts came in, uh, I had them shipped to my house through Amazon, of course, as the parts came in, I started stacking them and I realized this is a lot of different things to put together. And, and he didn't seem to be, he didn't lack any confidence in all of this. Then he came well, over. He put goes, my computer together right. just about a couple of months ago. So yeah. So Thanks. he and Shelly came over and he started working on it. And when he left, when at the end of the night, when he left, it was in working order. Now I still hadn't made the transition from my old computer to the new one, which literally means pulling, I don't know, 10 or 12 cables of different kinds, video cables, USB cables, audio connection cables, et cetera, and then plugging them into the new computer. And uh, I did all of that, spent literally a pretty good part of the day just doing that, making the transition. And then I turned it on. First thing that happened was I had no screens. I have three screens in front of me and there was nothing. And I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. I just you know, kind of went into panic mode because like, I didn't know anything about they, the other computer I had for, I don't know, five or six years. So I knew it inside and out. Uh, this one was new. So Kevin had to come back, fix all of that. He had it fixed in about, I don't know, between sessions with doctors, basically. Yeah. Um, he had it fixed in about 45 minutes and then, uh, and he left. And then this other piece of equipment that we have sitting in front of us, the Rodecaster Pro 2, um, which is what controls and manages all our audio was not communicating with the computer. So that took me pretty much all, all yesterday. Um, Shelly came over and he, she, the first thing she said was, you look pretty good for somebody that had as much computer problems. I said, oh, you haven't seen that. It was like unshaven, unshowered, <laughs> not sleeping kind of thing to get it to work. But it's working fine now, other than this little slowness that we're seeing here. Yeah. Uh, but we're very happy with the result, and I'm very grateful uh, for Kevin, Kevin having put in all the work, not only to put the order together, but to get all the pieces. And then I watched him as as I was as he was working. And this re it requires not only a certain amount of patience and organization in head, or like there was no list he was working from. He was just kind of putting the pieces together as they were supposed to uh, go together, in the hopes that in the end it was all going to work. You know, that's what's amazing. In my heart, I know it will yeah. work. Yeah. And sure enough, it, it did. And it has, and it continues to work. Uh, if you're interested in, uh, on our Amazon store at videotarot.store.com, mm -hmm. uh, you can know store.videotarot.com. Store.videotarot.com. There is a, uh, an idea list that contains all of the components that are in my computer. And I think they're very, it's very similar to what you got. The only difference was he had to order a, um, graphics board. Mm. that had more outputs. You you only have 
I think two outputs. Yeah, I have two monitors. Yeah, we have three. Yeah. So, um, so that was the only difference. It's the same board, just a different configuration. So, so. if that's something you're interested in putting your own computer together, uh, the components are listed in uh, our store. Well, the other thing too is he sent me the link to the page where he organized it. Who knew there's a website out there that will let you select items. I think it's need. called partspicker.com parts or something like that. And then it is, so it doesn't actually sell you stuff. It's a referential site. So you you start picking parts based on what you want to do. So you say, I want to build a high performance gaming computer. And it says, okay, well, here's the stuff that you need. And then you pick stuff. But even better, as you're going down the line and picking things, it goes, uh uh, no, this one doesn't work in the configuration you have. You have to change that or get a different, you know, it's very informative. And then when you're fi done, finally, it kind of certifies that you have a computer, that you have everything you need to build this computer. And then it lists the computer out. You can buy it from several different websites. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm one of which is Amazon. So it was easier for me to do. And it shows the pricing. I could have saved, you know, five or six bucks here and there, but it was easier for me to use Amazon yeah, Prime and, the, and returns and things like that. that yeah. yeah. So it, it, was, it was a really good uh, experience watching him work and getting this accomplished and getting it to the point where I, I can see use old it. people can do stuff. Old people can do stuff. <laughs> so you want to open up the comments and, and the slides and we'll get started with our presentation. Okay. Ready? All right. So why is it important to build a content marketing strategy for your business? I think we're at the end instead of the beginning Oops. of the slides here. That's slide 15. So let me, let me do it down here. Yeah. So we want to get started at the beginning of the slides. So when you have a, a business, uh, when you're starting a business, you're going to need to market your business. You want people to know that you exist. So we're going to talk about why we feel the best kind of marketing to start your business is content marketing. What do entrepreneurs need to grow? They need to have visibility, meaning people can find you. You need to have credibility, meaning people believe that you know what you're talking about. Uh, you need to have customers, people who are buying things from you, bringing in income to you. Uh, you need a marketing framework. Uh, and again, we're going to get into that more. And you need a schedule to follow so that you get the tasks done for your business when they need to get done in the right order. And as you look at your business, uh, as you're reviewing what you have the capacity to do in order to produce revenue or income, um, you have to decide on where you're going to invest your time, uh, where it has the most return on that investment in time. And marketing is one of those things. And what you're going to find is that there's a trade-off in marketing. You can spend a lot of time doing it, or you can spend a lot of money doing it. And as an individual entrepreneur, you're going to, you're going to look at it from the perspective of how much time versus how much money I can. There's going to be some things that you're going to want to spend money on. For example, sometimes it's easier for me to hire someone from Fiverr to do something, some graphics work that I may have the skills to do, but I don't have the time. Other, uh, you know, uh, there's other things that I need to do, for example, learning new marketing products that I will invest the time in rather than having somebody else do it because I know that time will be paid back as I use those products to make our job easier. You can't discount marketing as a significant part of the business that you want to grow. 
And I think that's what makes this presentation so important and why Shelly has put together this set of slides because it's worked for us and it's worked for us because it's worked for other people's, for other people just and other businesses. Just keep that trade-off in mind. You're either going to invest your own time as an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I like to uh, uh, phrase that uh, Jen used, solopreneur. Mm -hmm. As a solopreneur or an encore entrepreneur, you're going to trade time for money or vice versa. Visibility and credibility. How do we get visibility and credibility? Well, we start with an intentional content marketing plan. And by intentional, I mean you know who you're talking to and you know what your message is to them. Uh, you have that same message that is going to resonate with the people you know that you want to reach out to. So for us, we want to reach out to uh, Encore entrepreneurs. So they may have business in their background, they may know how to run a business, but maybe this is their first time running a business out of their home or running a business that is mostly online. So uh, what they need to know is who they're talking to and what their message is and how can they intentionally infuse their content marketing with that message. Then social media, of course, you're going to be spreading your message out on social media as we do. Uh, we send our message out on all the platforms. We own our domain on all the platforms. That's Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and YouTube. All of the sites have our um you know, our domain is present. We may not focus on those domains or on those platforms. We focus mostly on YouTube and on LinkedIn, um, but we also have a presence in other places. We just don't spend much time doing interactions in those places. Uh, so that's social media. <clears throat> and then video. You want to use video because then people see your face, they see your body language, they hear your voice, they see the pictures and the uh, graphics and the information that you put up on the screen. And it helps them to get to know you and your message more thoroughly and more quickly. Podcast. Uh, sometimes people don't watch videos. They listen to podcasts because they like to multitask. And when you're speaking into somebody's ears, your message, it's an intimate bonding experience. So podcasting is a wonderful way to gain visibility and credibility. Then there's blogging. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in, and in another slide. So I'm just going to say blogging is another excellent way to gain visibility and credibility. And newsletters. People have opted in to your newsletter. That means they're a warm audience. They want to hear from you. So email them at least once a week so that you have a nurturing relationship that grows. And then of course, there's books. You can put out a book and that gives you the authority in your industry. You can say, I wrote this book and hold it up. And it's very, um, very much a business card with thump, you know, it's like, I did this work. And it's impressive to people that you know enough knowledge about that particular topic that you could write a book on it. I've never heard that phrase business card with thump. Oh, wait. On that. Like when you put it down, go slam it down. This, right. is my, this is me, Boom. brothers and sisters. So um, the only thing I can add to that is that, um, although I have a face for podcasting, 
I love looking at the camera because I always feel like when I'm looking at the camera, I'm connecting with my audience. And no one has ever said, you're too ugly to me. You're too <laughs> ugly to be on video, right? So I'm just going to keep doing Nobody's it. Nobody's too ugly to be on video. But the other benefit of that is, let me get this screen up. So the other benefit of the strategy that Shelley has suggested there is that it's linear in a sense that once you produce a video, Excuse me. Once you produce a video, uh, you have the content, the production uh, necessary to produce from that a podcast, a blog post, a newsletter, and what's the other one I was missing? A book. A book. Because we've done that. Shelly and I have done that, starting with video and then, and then moving to those other things that give us the ability to produce a lot of different types of content going on a lot of different social media platforms um, with just one starting element. And that element happens to be a video. Now, sometimes the video is pre-produced and uploaded to YouTube. Sometimes the video is what we're doing today, StreamYard, uh, using StreamYard to live stream. And then from that, producing a video that we can take, Shelly will take this, this video and produce a lot of other content. After this show is over, Shelly sits here and she goes, she we call it processing, processing the video. And that means she's turning it into elements of all those other pieces of content. And then next week she'll use it as part of her LinkedIn article blog. And then we'll also use it depending on whose turn it is in our newsletter. So it's important to keep in mind that once you've done this, you're not only spending an hour producing an hour's worth of content, which is really good, uh, you're spending an hour producing content that can be used in a variety of other ways and uh, on a number of other social media platforms. Why not paid ads, you may ask? Well, number one, they're expensive. I was in a Zoom call yesterday and uh, they were talking about Facebook and Instagram ads and uh, how to create these ads and, you know, all the experimentation you need to do to see what ad is going to work and what demographic, you know, you narrow it down to. And it takes a lot of er experimentation um, to get a ad that works. If you are spending what they suggested was start off with $10 a day on these ads to see what works. And I was like, $10 a day on an ad that you're not even sure if it's going to work or not. You're just experimenting. That seems like, that seems like a lot of money to me. Um, to them, it's not because they spend a lot of money on ads, but they're not experimenting anymore. They've gotten to a place where they know what works. Well, that's awesome. But start off organic, find out what works best, uh, making those tweaks and, you know, A-B testing. Then when you know what works and when you really know who your audience is, then you can start paid ads. But for those of us just starting out, uh, we want to wait on paid ads. And then there's social media changes, right? Um, Facebook has made a lot of changes over the past year, uh, especially with privacy concerns and tracking and all of this that's going on with the iOS, um, with the Apple phones. And it, it's, it's a, you know, a lot of changes to learn about. There's marketplace noise and competition. If, if you're putting out ads, 
um, and you're just hoping that people will see them and click on them. Well, there are a lot of ads out there and people use ad blockers because they don't want to see ads. So they may never see your ad if they're using an ad blocker. So there's a lot of reasons not to start off with paid ads until you have worked through your content marketing in an organic way and you really know what's going to work before you start spending money on it. So I wanted to try out Facebook Marketplace to see what kind of results it would provide for us. And I did uh, kind of an extreme A-B testing. I had a uh, lawnmower, a gas-powered lawnmower, and I had replaced it with a an electric-powered lawnmower because I have a small lawn in the backyard. This The gas-powered lawnmower was 10 times the lawnmower that was necessary for this small plot of uh, grass that I have in the backyard. Uh, and so I put that on in Facebook Marketplace. And as a result, I started getting more attention from Facebook. I also had put an ad uh, promoting one of our websites, see what kind of results we get. And I did what Shelly's, uh, 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 what was it, a, a meeting? What were you having? A Zoom call where they said 10 bucks mm -hmm. a webinar? $10 a day. And I put $10 a day into each, and I tried them both for 14 days. Um, the results in both cases were zero. I got, I, I did get views, but I didn't get any bites. The other thing I noticed about Facebook Marketplace is that it has its own problems that have evolved as part of the marketplace. It has, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if you can call them scams, but it's obvious to me that when you're selling a $30,000 trailer for $1,000, RV trailer, for $1,000 with no other, I'm selling it, there was a lot of, I'm selling it for my mother. So there's already kind of, again, I'm hesitant to use it scams, but there's people using it in what I would call an unfair or at least, uh, at least unfair and probably illicit way. And so it didn't impress me with its utility. Like, this, it, it wasn't worse. The, it was close to $300 I spent, which is, by the way, what I was selling the, between the two ads, uh, uh, which is what I was selling the um, uh, lawnmower for. And uh, I just was, A, unimpressed with the results, and I was unimpressed with a static, I, for lack of a better way to describe it. There seemed to be a lot of static. And a lot of, um, if it wasn't scam, it was at least dishonestly representing what was being sold and why it was being sold, et cetera. So uh, I'm hesitant to do it uh, when I can just build out content. We get more response from the content that we build and distribute than we do from advertising. That may not be true for everyone. Uh, it is certainly true for us, and it's certainly true for other Encore entrepreneurs who are using similar strategies. We know, for example, because we help some of them. So don't be afraid to try it. Uh, and again, it's that trade-off. I have to spend time uh, or money. Either we have to spend time uh, building content and distributing it, or we have to give Facebook money um, uh, to supposedly get those same results. And our experience is we're not getting those results when we use advertising. I'm not. I'm. I'm. We know, of course, there are people that do get results from advertising on Facebook and advertising on Instagram, etc. Um, but we think small businesses, it's not the right place for solopreneurs or encore entrepreneurs, in our opinion. You went the wrong way. Okay. There we go. The best way to generate leads is through a good content marketing strategy. A good content marketing strategy will increase your brand awareness and it will help you develop a pipeline of qualified leads. 
and it helps you to stay consistently top of mind while saving time and money. Again, just like Toby just said, he didn't get any leads from his spend on advertising, but we do get leads through our content marketing. Uh, we get people who say, I saw you, you know, on your video and I see what you're doing and here's what I want to do. And then we set up a call with them. Um, this is, this is how we market our business. People see us doing this work. They hear what we're talking about and they say, I want to do that too. And they get in touch with us. So it's the best way to generate leads. So uh, Shelly used some phrases on this slide that are very familiar to, to me. And the one that's the most comforting is uh, the develop a pipeline of qualified leads. Uh, in order for you to be successful in sales, your marketing effort should result in leads that become progressively more qualified as they get closer to the sale. That's the process. That's the pipeline. Um, and you have things in place. So, for example, if uh, the first thing that you do with us after seeing that we do the kind of thing that you may need is to establish a call. And we give you a way to do that by going to consulting consulting Studio, and you can you can set up a one hour call at the end of that call you and we will know one of two things either we're not right for each other or we are right for each other and so now we've gotten from prospect or or suspect to a prospect and we've got a process that we lead them through to help them make up their minds eventually producing a proposal for them that says here's what we're going to do and here's what it's going to cost you. That's the pipeline. Now, our pipeline is shorter than some others that I've developed for other companies that have a more complex sales process. But you have to have that marketing pop pipeline in order to turn those uh, sus suspects, lead suspects, into prospects, into customers. And it isn't it isn't a 20-step process. For some people, it's a four-step process, but you have to be aware so you know at any given point in time where in that pipeline that individual is and what's the potential because the further you get them down the pipeline, the more likely it is they're going to do business with you. And that's why it becomes so important for you to manage that pipeline. Content marketing. What is content marketing? That's when you develop and publish high quality content to give value to your target audience, to speak to their challenges and their needs, to position your business as the solution, and to engage your audience through creative storytelling. And what's important to remember about this particular strategy where you're engaging uh, people, not only from a live stream, but, uh, but what the video that is produced in that live stream, and you're doing it face to face. And I'd like you to compare that to just 20 years ago, where establishing the beginning of a relationship with your customer consisted of printing a newspaper ad someplace in the back of the classifieds. If you were fortunate, if you could afford a full, a full page four color ad, that was even in a magazine, that was better. Here and but you were so far removed from your customer, your customer saw you at whatever it was on that page. TV advertising is your customer sees the customer sees uh, the prospective uh, seller as whatever is in that television advertising. This, what we're doing right now, is you're seeing me and you're seeing Shelly as we are. I mean, this is us. 
It doesn't get any better, but the good news is it doesn't get any worse. <laughs> we know what we're talking about because we talk about what we do. And I can't imagine any time in my 45-year career that advertising to our prospective customers could be more in line with what I not only love doing, but what results, what produces the kind of results that I expect uh, out of it. Content marketing is a long-term strategy. That means it's not going to immediately work, but sometimes it does. We have had clients who said, you know, after my first show, suddenly I was getting all these people saying, oh, I didn't know that's what you did. Um, you know, I need to talk to you about that. And this was just people that they already knew uh, stumbled across them doing this content. And they said, wow, I had no idea you did that. And they already knew the person. So they already knew and liked that person. And now they knew more about what they did and that this was a service that they could use. So although that can happen with people you already know, it takes time to build rapport with customers you don't know yet. Um, so don't expect to just do one or two videos and be done. This takes consistency and continue continuing to do it for, you know, months and years. Grow trust with search engines. To do that, it takes at least six months. You have to have a website up for at least six months with the same type of content for those complete six months before Google even indexes it and says, oh, this is who you are and this is what you talk about. I get it. Now we'll serve your content up to other people because now it trusts that you are, you know, a legitimate business. Um, they, the search engines look all over online to see who you are and if you are talking about the same things in all the places where you show up. And then they begin, it begins to trust you enough to show your content to other people. So it takes time. It takes time to position your business as an industry leader. Uh, you need to put out content in various formats, and that could be videos, podcasts, blogs, social media posts, and um, you know, short videos, and all of the things that you can put out online when they all match up, those search engines and your customers see that. And then they say, oh, well, this person does this thing. I understand that now. And you can be on many sites. We're on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. People can find us there. And we say the same things and show the same types of content on all of those sites. So they know that we are a legitimate business and this is what we do. And then repetition and touch points. It takes at least 16 to 20 touch points with somebody before they're going to reach out to you, uh, you know, and say, you talk about what I need and I, I want to talk to you more about that. Um, that constant repetition of what it is you do, how you do it, how you solve those problems, who you can help, that is necessary in order for people to be able to find you, to have that series of touch points and then to feel comfortable enough to reach out to you. So uh, I'm going to make a suggestion to you to try something. And that is the next time you have a free moment, go to Google and search Shelly Carney. And what you're going to see is not who she is as much as what she's accomplished. 
you'll see various types of content that have been produced on various social media platforms. Uh, you'll see a little bit about who she is, but mostly what she what she's done and what she's doing now. So there's this very interesting ca uh, corollary between what Shelley said, that is, you've got to, the, to have the search engines trusting you. If the search engines trust you, then it is likely that your prospective customers will learn to trust you with the help of the search engines, because that's what they'll do. I need somebody to help me with content marketing here, Shelly Carney. Oh, well, let me check that out, because obviously Google thinks she's a, a top banana in this particular marketplace, um, as you can tell. By At least the when it comes to live here. streaming. Right. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to point out is earlier in this slide presentation, Shelly mentioned that you have to have visibility. That means they have to be able to find you. They have to have credibility, that they have a sense that you have the potential to uh, solve their problems. The next step in that stair staircase is trust, because people aren't going to do business with you until they trust that you're going to do good business with them. I don't trust Facebook marketing anymore. I lost trust in it. I will not invest any more time and money in that. So visibility, credibility, trust. What Shelly is telling you is that building towards that is the best thing that you can do in terms of your investment in time. Content consistency. And you talk to any content creator and they will tell you their biggest problem is consistency, staying consistent, getting content out every week, every uh, day on some, in some cases, uh, they have, they run out of things to talk about, they run out of time to get things done. Uh, you know, they have to learn new kinds of software or new kinds of uh, products to put out. So it takes time away from being consistent. How can you gain, uh, how can you be more consistent? Uh, I suggest employing a framework and a schedule. What does content consistency do for you? When you are consistent creating content every week, you will gain focus, you will gain clarity, and you will develop stronger offers over time because you are practicing and perfecting your presentations and you're getting feedback from your audience so that you can do that, so that you can make them better. You can reach more people through consistency. People who didn't see you three months ago might see you today because you were consistent. They found you where they wouldn't have found you if you'd stopped after one month. Your momentum will lead to opportunities. Jen and I talked about this today on our show. We've been, uh, live casting together for 11 months and it's almost a year and we talked about what kind of opportunities have come from that and we both said nothing right in the very beginning it took a while for people to see us and to get used to what we talk about and to learn <clears throat> about who we are and then they started reaching out so momentum leads to those opportunities you keep putting out more and more content, more and more people see it, more and more people build up that momentum of, of this is this is somebody who's top of mind and I see a lot of their content and I understand it and I want more of it. And that leads to those opportunities. And they may bring you an opportunity to say, you know, I have this pod, podcast network and I want you to be a part of it because you're podcasting every week. I know you're serious and you're committed. So, opportunities will pop up and you get to build that trust 
by showing up with your aligned message. Your message is aligned every week. Every week you're speaking a message to those same people that aligns with their needs and their concerns. So they, they find trust in you because they know uh, you're going to show up every week. And that is saying something in this day and age. And I think it's important that Shelly and I have kind of different uh, views, perspectives on how this is all done. My interest, for example, well, I have interest in all our programming, but my big interest is uh, what we do on New Mexico day trips. And so as I'm sitting there, there's a little, literally a little notebook on my side table. And if I see something that somebody else is doing or a place that somebody else has been, I start making notes. I've got several books that enable me to research the location aside from using Google to do that. So I'm constantly thinking about where we're going to go with our next thing. Shelly is the same way when it comes to the product here on messages and methods. And to a lesser extent, uh, Women Conquer Business because she has Jen thinking pretty much about the same things. But Shelly is always, if not at least a couple of weeks ahead, several weeks ahead in terms of the kind of content. If we don't have an interview, because if you have an interview, your content is decided upon, but you have to come up with shows that where, where you don't have an interview, that means thoughts, organization, slide presentation, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so we're always thinking ahead, not necessarily presenting them to one another. I'll get an email from Shelly that will say, hey, look at this report, this new report on the state of, the, uh, of content uh, creators. And we'll decide and put that into a show. But the real kind of make it or break it day is Monday. And the reason it's Monday is because we have to produce our newsletter by Monday night. Uh, in order to deliver on Tuesday. So we have to have a very good idea of what it is we're going to talk about on four different programs. Shelly Carney, Livestream Coach, New Mexico Day Trips, Women Conquer Business, and Messages and Methods. And that means you've got to have thumbnails and descriptions before it goes into the newsletter, as well as other elements of that newsletter that people expect from us, because the last thing you'll read in our new newsletter is an article that we found interesting, that we that's very oriented towards the topic that we're talking about. And, um, and it has to be produced that week. Shelly and I alternate each week. One week she does it. One week I do it. But neither of us do it, do it without the input of the other. And so this forces you to take all those thoughts that you've had in the preceding period about what you want to produce for each one of those four shows and put it into the context of that newsletter that people are expecting around between 11 and 12, uh, 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. on Tuesday. And it's a good way for us to kind of focus on what needs to be done, because if we're not pushing that newsletter every week, that means one of us, one or both of us is not doing what the other or both of us expect of one another. So. And that's one way to stay consistent with all of your content is to have those things in place that you have deadlines for. We have to have our newsletter on Tuesday. That means on Monday, we need to have those things in place that we're doing. So that is the schedule part of being consistent. Yeah. How do you connect with your audience? Customers find your content when searching for information on the topic. That is why it is important to know what your customers need, what they might be typing into Google, and then taking that information and putting that out as a presentation. So if they're going to be typing in, why is content 
marketing important for my small business, they're going to find this video. And we're going to answer that question. Um, giving your audience live visual information will increase engagement. That's why we live stream every week. We're here every week. If you want to talk to us, if you have questions, show up live, ask your questions in the chat, and we will answer them. So that uh, we have the visual information, which is our slides. We're here to answer questions. We're here every Thursday at one o'clock. So um, people begin to trust that we're going to be here with information and they can show up and ask their questions and we'll be here to answer them. Transparency builds trust. When we're live, you know we're real. You know we're here. We, you know we're paying attention to you and we are honest and open about what's going on in our lives. We talked about Toby's computer and what was going on there. And we couldn't do a show last night because his computer wasn't completely ready. So we had to put our show off, which we don't like to do. But transparency is sometimes stuff happens and you got to, you know, roll with it. So uh, one of the important things to remember about this uh, process is that Google is the leading search engine. Uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is YouTube is the right behind it. It's the number two search engine. And the third thing to remember about it is Google and YouTube are the same company. So you've got to believe that there are people in that big corporation working with one another to ensure that everything YouTube does in terms of its search engine capabilities is exactly what Google is doing in terms of its search engine capabilities. And you will note the more you search for topics rather than businesses, the more you search for topics, you'll see at the top of the Google page, YouTube videos on those topics, because Google and YouTube both realize that if you're going through a learning process on any particular topic, it's easier for most people to learn on videos. And that's how I am. If I watch a video, I get stuff. Some people read it, but for the most part, the majority of people are, are very oriented towards the combination of visual supported by audio. That's a video. So you can watch my video, you can watch Shelly's video, you can watch our videos, and it's guaranteed that you're going to learn something new about, if you, if you ask there, you may know all about this, but you're going to learn something else about uh, what we know about. And, and that's really good in terms of gaining, gaining that credibility and trust uh, with your prospective uh, customers. Why you need a content marketing strategy. Let's get into that, right? It keeps you organized and consistent. This is your framework, right? This is what you need to stay organized and consistent with your content marketing. And that is a strategy or a framework. It shapes your thought leadership. Uh, you, you can talk about an entire theme and map that out into several different pieces of content, uh, you know, several different videos over the next several months, you could say, I'm going to be talking about this theme and that will shape your thought leadership. And people will know what it is that, you know, you represent what you know about, what you think about, what your ideas are, how you come at things differently. Uh, it builds credibility and trust when you have a content marketing plan in place. That means you're going to be showing up and, staying on message and that builds trust. It encourages action. Uh, when you know uh, your plan and your framework, then you can remember to insert your calls to action in every piece of content that you put out. And our call to action 
several of them are scrolling across the bottom of our screen. We tell you uh, to make an appointment to talk with us. It's free to have a video chat with us at consulting.agkmedia.studio. And we offer um, free downloads for you, tools, infographics, courses that you can download and use for free. So that encourages you to take action and you can do the same thing with your audience and your strategy will drive your target audience to your website. Ultimately, you want to send them to your website where they can access everything. You can say, this is, you know, a, a video of great information, but if you want more information, if you want to dive deeper into this topic, then go visit our website at agkmedia.studio or go look at the rest of our content at livecast.life online, and you'll get a lot more information. And again, blogging can help you to put out uh, the kind of information that search engines are most likely to find because it's full of your keywords and your topics, and uh, you become known for that topic. And companies with blogs average 67% more leads than companies that do not blog. So uh, I, uh, Shelley's brought up a great point here and in that this kind of strategy, uh, content marketing strategy as a result of your content scheduling, et cetera, is not just meant for solopreneurs or on single encore entrepreneurs. Big corporations now use these strategies as well, strategies as well. And the reason I know that is one of my East Coast daughters is a director of content marketing for an insurance company. Who would have thought the insurance company happens to be in Ireland, no less. But the point that I'm trying to make is that she, uh, I've seen her develop spreadsheets that down the side are dates and across the top are various elements of content that are going to, that are going to be produced and released on that dates. And as a result, once she presented this, the first time she presented one of these um, calendars, if you will, uh, to her uh, uh, to her staff meeting, not not to her staff meeting, but to her uh, uh, manager's meeting, uh, they decided that their website didn't support that kind of strategy, and they really liked the strategy. So suddenly, she was put made responsible for getting the website changed, modified, in order to support the strategy that she was developing for them. This is a big corporation, and they're doing they're very much uh, they're focused enough on content marketing that they're willing to make a significant change rebuild their website in order to support the strategy that she designed for them. So it's not just small companies that are doing this. You can believe that big companies are looking at content marketing strategies in order, especially if they're B2C, business to consumer, as opposed to B2B, business to business, or B2G, business to government. Those companies that are business to consumer are using content marketing strategies very similar to the ones that we're recommending you should undertake. Now, they have much bigger schedules with much more content across a wider span of uh, social media platforms, but it's a good, it just they're doing it because they see the value in it. And I think that's what Shelly is trying to express when she tells you, you should look at it from this perspective, much smaller scale. Your spreadsheet may not be you know, the 14 pages that I saw my daughter working on, uh, it might just be one page, but it's your one page. And it's there to help you engage with your prospective customers. And to keep you competitive with those bigger companies. Exactly. Content marketing framework. Uh, our 
our content marketing framework is all about having a consistent strategy uh, for producing content and distributing the content. And much of the distribution is automatic. Once I'll explain the automatic. In fact, right now we're sending our live stream out to uh, three Facebook spot, three Facebook sites, uh, my LinkedIn page, two YouTube channels and my Twitter. So that's automatic. It will stay on all of those sites and, and I don't have to do anything else. When I originally scheduled this show or when Toby did, whoever did, uh, it put out posts on all of those sites saying this is coming. So it posts before and it posts during. And then I have a social media scheduler that ingests automatically all of the things that we publish. That would be our videos, our podcast, and our blog. And it makes social media posts out of those. And it sends it out to all of our social media sites as well. So we're getting it before, during, and after we're getting social media posts automatically. Uh, repurposing. That's just like we take this video, this long video, and cut it into little pieces and send it out into other places. Uh, right now, StreamYard is not able to uh, live stream to Instagram. and But Reels are a big deal on Instagram. So what I have to do is I have to create clips from this video and then put them up on Instagram uh, as a Reel to get attention from people who are on Instagram but not seeing us anywhere else. Then we have, that's an, a format, right? That's all the formats are covered. We have the video, we have the audio, we have uh, the blogs, we have newsletters, we have social media posts. We're covering all the formats on all the different sites. Uh, so the more formats and the more sites we use, the more likely it is we'll be discovered. Uh, readers discover our blog. Uh, people who like podcasts discover that, uh, us that way. Uh, people who like to watch videos discover us on YouTube. So we're out there so people can find us. And then, of course, repetition and touch points. Once again, content marketing framework includes repetition. We do a live stream uh, at least once a week, and then those touch points are enhanced with all of the additional repurposing of content. Our content marketing schedule goes right along with that. We establish our minimums. If we're going to get a show out on Thursday, here's what we need to do on Monday. Here's what we need to do on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and Thursday, and then Friday to get the blog out. So those are the minimums. We have them broken down into weekly tasks, which I put on the calendar. On Monday, we do these things. On Tuesday, we do these things. Then there are campaigns such as building a course for sale or uh, participating in uh, a summit or running a panel like we did last year in Jan or this year in January. Uh -huh. um, these things take extra planning because more people and more, more moving parts are involved. Uh, so we do that quarterly. We'll have a campaign and that uh, needs to be broken down into tasks which go on the calendar as well. And then if you need to go out on vacation like Jen did uh, this last couple of weeks, you might need to do some batching, which means you record your show in advance and then schedule it to come out at your regular time so that you're consistent with your output. I was very impressed at the way you two made that so transparent. Well, not, I guess transparent is not the word. So 
uh, unfrivolous. Like it just went smooth. You know, you prepared the shows. Uh, they were automatically scheduled in the stream yard and they went on without so much as a glitch. I mean, it was just very, very well done. I was impressed. I don't know. I thought I heard something. Oh. <laughs> I just want you guys Somebody to know I do have the course called How to Create, Publish, and Distribute Content Consistently. And it is it includes the content consistency framework and schedule, and it goes over exactly how to put that into place for your business. Uh, it helps you to stand out online as an authentic expert, connect with your target audience, and quickly create engaging content every week. And this course is available to you at course.agkmedia.studio. If you get it today or tomorrow and use the coupon code AGKSAVER in all caps, you can get it for free. After tomorrow, it goes up to its regular price of $29. So I suggest you don't wait any longer to get this course, even if maybe it's okay. I don't know. Maybe it's for me. Maybe it's not. It's free. Get it today or tomorrow. If you don't, you miss out and it goes up to its regular price of $29. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right. Um, another thing I want to tell you about is something that's coming next week. Uh, it's a very special event uh, for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. It's going to be this super duper thing that I can't tell you about yet because it's a secret <laughs> until Monday. But get on my mail list at news.agkmedia.studio. And on Monday, I'm going to start emailing everybody to let you know what it is. And you don't want to miss it. That's all I can tell you. If you are a content creator, you want to be a content creator. If you're starting a small business, anything like that, you want to get in on this. So sign up for our newsletter at news.agkmedia.studio. And you'll get all the details there. And if you do what Shelly recommends, you'll be very thankful. Next week. <laughs> That's right. Um, I don't think we're going to be, are we going to be doing a show next week? No, Thursday, <clears throat> Thursday is Thanksgiving. You and Kevin are coming over. And um, so we're probably not going to do it. I don't know what you guys are doing on Women Conquer Business. We are pre-recording a show. Oh. Yeah. I, I will be live. Oh, for the thing, the event, <laughs> I will be live on Thursday at four o'clock. So I'll give you that more information in the newsletter about where to tune in, what it is that I'm doing that's live. Uh, it does. Toby is not really included in the live, but he's just, you know, kind of peripheral on that whole deal. That's it's kind of my deal. This is her baby. I mean, <laughs> and she's put a lot of work into it uh, over the last several months. Uh, and it paid off because it helped her to get noticed with a group of people who we admire. I mean, we've always admired the work that they've done. And I think uh, Shelly was able to get their attention to the extent that they said, we need you to be part of all this. That's and right. so I don't want to give I'm too excited. much away, but uh, but you'll hear all about it uh, next week. Yeah. So get on that list. So uh, <clears throat> as Shelly said, um, out of our four shows next week, we'll do three of them. We'll do... Uh, Shelly Carney, Shelly Carney, live stream coach on Wednesday at 4 p.m. I'm just going to call it livecast lifestyle from now on. Okay. That's too just many other words. Yeah, exactly. Livecast lifestyle on my channel. Okay. Yeah. At 4 p.m. And then um, we'll do a show that we canceled 
this Wednesday on New Mexico Day Trips. We've moved that to next Wednesday. And we'll have some additional information on that. I'm thinking about going back down this weekend, and I'll explain why. And then um, Shelly, <clears throat> as Shelly mentioned, she and Jen will be doing re pre-recording a women, women Conquer Business. We're going to talk about gratitude in business. It's going to be an interesting And, and I topic. would suggest that we, we pre-record messages and methods, but we've got a lot going on in the next yeah. week. So we probably won't do that. And so. I'll be on live streaming at four o'clock anyway right. on another channel. So I'm going to direct you over there instead. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it. That's it for today. And thank you so much for watching. I hope that uh, this answered your questions on why a small business or an entrepreneur needs content marketing, especially in the beginning of building their business. And if you need any help with getting started with content marketing, if you have any questions about doing live streaming, setting up a home studio, anything like that, please set up a, uh, a video chat with us at consulting.agkmedia.studio. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Live 2.0, hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question, and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices, too. Check the show notes for links and resources, and please come back again next week.